Arthur Grant had volunteered to read a poem from Langton Youth. These are excerpts from a poem by Langston Hughes entitled, Let America Be America Again. Let America be America again. Let it be the dream it used to be. Let it be the pioneer on the plain seeking a home where he himself is free. America never was America to me. Let America be the dream the dreamers dreamed. Let it be that great, strong land of love, where never kings connive nor tyrants scheme that any man be crushed by one above. It never was America to me. Oh, let my land be a land where liberty is crowned with no false patriotic wreath, but opportunity is real and life is free. Equality is in the air we breathe. There's never been equality for me, nor freedom in this homeland of the free. Yet I'm the one who dreamt our basic dream. In the old world, while still a serf of kings, who dreamt a dream so strong, so brave, so true, that even yet its mighty daring sings, in every brick and stone, in every furrow turned, that's made America the land it has become. Oh, I'm the man who sailed those early seas in search of what I meant to be my home, for I'm the one who left dark Ireland's shore, and Poland's plain, and England's grassy lee. And torn from black Africa's strand I came to build a homeland of the free. The free? Who said the free? Not me. Surely not me. The millions on relief today the millions shot down when we strike, the millions who have nothing for our pay. For all the dreams we've dreamed and all the songs we've sung and all the hopes we've held and all the flags we've hung, the millions who have nothing for our pay except the dream that's almost dead today. Oh, let America be America again the land that never has been yet and yet must be, the land where every man is free, the land that's mine, the poor man's, Indians, Negroes, me, who made America, whose sweat and blood, whose faith and pain, whose hand at the foundry, whose plow in the rain, must bring back our mighty dream again. Oh, yes, I say it plain. America never was America to me. And yet I swear this oath, 
America will be. Out of the rack and ruin of our gangster death, the rape and rot of graft and stealth and lies, we, the people, must redeem the land, the mines, the plants, the rivers, the mountains and the endless plain, all, all the stretch of these great green states, and make America again. I do a lot lately is to check Google. I type civic, and sure enough, I had 10 offers for a civic Honda. This should teach me a lesson. The word civic brings the meaning not of a car, but governmental, political, public, public spirited, or urban. Civic comes from the Latin civicus, which translates to citizen. It is different from civil or civility, courteous, sociability, social convention. The words civil, civilization, civilized, all those words have the same etymology, civic. It means relating to, belonging to a city, to be a citizen. Ethics. Ethics is a system of moral principle, or the rules of conduct recognized in respect to a particular class of human actions, or a particular group, culture, each such as medical ethics, Christian ethics, and of course civic ethics. Ethics deals with human relations, situations that put people, not things, at the center of concern. So let's put the two work together. Civic ethics. Civic ethics are a practical vision of our society. It's about finding more creative ways to be involved in a local or global community, to have inclusive decision-making process, to take care of those in need, and to discover who we are. Donna Renfro for Memorial Day gave a moving sermon titled Memorial Day Musings. Donna made some comments on the statement of conscience from the UU Association. I read the first sentence. We believe all people share a moral responsibility to create peace. A moral responsibility? A civic responsibility? It will only work if we teach and show our children their responsibilities as they grow up to the well-being of their world, their country, their school, their community. We must instill a stance of unity in our children. Every right implies a responsibility. Every opportunity every possession a duty. The importance for civic education is for children not only to learn American history, but also global history. And I just find out that the subject is often eliminated when schools are cutting their budgets. 
While babysitting for my granddaughters, I noticed a booklet written by Emma, age 10, on the Constitution of the United States. It pleases me. Civic education in school? Yes, civic education in school. Purpose to prepare youth to participate in society with knowledge of how it is governed and motivate children to participate in public affairs later on in their adult life. I'm quoting from the National Standard for Civic and Government. The goal of education in civic and government is informed responsible participation in political life by competent citizens committed to the fundamental value and principle of American constitutional democracy. Their effective and responsive participation require the acquisition of a body of knowledge and intellectual and participatory skills. Effective and responsible participation also is furthered by developing a certain disposition of trait of character that enhances individual capacity to participate in the political process and contribute to the healthy functioning of the political system and improvement of society. End of the quote. The purpose of civic education is then to prepare and motivate youth to participate in civic society. The greater to the individual civic knowledge, the more likely they are to participate in public affairs. Last year I attended a naturalization ceremony in White Plains. It is a moving ceremony. I was part of one myself years ago. The participants were short and tall, thin, flat, blonde and brunette, black, white and shades in between. They were Asian, European, Mexican, Scandinavian. They came from Belarus, Germany, Guatemala, the Philippines and other countries. The new American to be citizen gathered in the Diodorium of the Federal Court Home in White Plains. They were pretty much like any cross-section of America, a mix of language, culture, religion, and tradition. A U.S. District Court judge told them as he administered the oath of citizenship. No one group lay claim to America. You will add energy, your ideas, and hard work to the American culture. Those immigrants came here to make a better life. The ceremony brought together the new citizens, their families, and friends. Much of the talk at the ceremony revolved about the responsibilities of citizenship. But what are they? It goes beyond paying taxes, voting, jury duty, or adhering to the law. It goes beyond the American borders. We live in a global community and we are also responsible for the world at large. In all, in all UU fellowship and societies, we have also social heroes taking care of community gardens, immigration issues, environmental sustainability, economic justice, shelter for the homeless, 
and the midnight ones. Three, I volunteered to say a few words. Joe Simonetti, Gail Hudson, and Marilee Schunemann. Joe Simonetti organized a fellowship this week of providing shelter for the homeless. I'd like to read a note he sent me for this service. He couldn't come here today. As you know, we, this is Joe speaking. As you know, we at the East are fond of quoting scriptures. So I would like to quote Matthew. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as we have done it unto one of the least of these brethren, you have done it to me. Not exactly clear what he was saying, but basically it means if someone is really down and out, we do not let them die. While I'm very critical about the way we Americans do not do enough to take care of one another, I'm glad to be part of this small program in this small corner of America that makes sure no one dies or go hungry for lack of food or shelter. This fellowship share of support for the emergency shelter partnership is about $10 per person per year, a pretty cheap, cheap price for feeling good about something. Thank you for your support, and if you want to know more about the shelter, go to emergencyshelterpartnership.org. Peace, Joe. So I'd like to invite Marily Schunemann. She is a long friend of mine from the Hazing Society to say a few words, and Gail will follow Marily. Thank you, Francoise. Um, I used the computer to, uh, as well for this. It was, I went to MapQuest and found out how to get here from southwest Yonkers. And I have to say, it's a beautiful drive. It's beautiful up here. I love your sound system and your candles. And I love, uh, Phil, your welcome words. Were, can I borrow them for our... I belong to the Hastings Unitarian Society, uh, Hastings on Hudson. And I'm very happy to be here today. Uh, you asked me to talk about civic ethics, and I, I couldn't find anything on the computer on it. So I figured it's, it's really... What is it? It's uh, how to be a good citizen. That's, that's what it means to me. And uh, you pay your taxes, you vote, uh, and you pick up after your dog. And, and uh, it's sort of like, uh, it reminds me of the Unitarian principles of respect other people, uh, be kind and, and fair, and um, value your home, the earth. Um, grow by exploring what is true and right in life. In fact, I have these up on my bulletin board, the principles. So they're full of uh, pushpin holes because uh, everything I, it underlies everything else I do, figuratively and literally. I, uh, I think it's good to know these principles and believe in them. But as you were saying, we have obligations as citizens to be active in the community to learn about government, join your neighborhood association, run for office. It takes time and effort, but it is rewarding despite the frustrations. And 
Francoise and Richard grew, uh, were in Yonkers raising their children, and they know about the frustrations. It's a difficult city to live in. Um, I want to tell you about something good, though, in Yonkers. The city uh, of Yonkers be- created the Green Policy Task Force on Earth Day in 2007. And uh, it's a mandate to provide advice on issues and have impact on the health of Yonkers residents, on the conservation of the city's resources, and on the overall health of the environment in which Yonkers residents live and work. And the members, uh, this is what they do. They compile research and they submit potential green legislation initiatives to city council, Uh, environmental quality of life improvements, and they apply for grants. Um, They define public health issues, and they foster educational outreach to the students and the community. Now, every year they give what's called the the Greenie Awards for this uh, Green Task Force, and these are some of the things that uh, some of the citizens have done Uh, There's one uh, person they call the Litter Lady of Ludlow, and she goes around with a bag picking up litter. And when you do that, you you get really angry at how careless people are with throwing trash around. Um, There's the leaf blower advocate who uh, is waging the war against gas-powered leaf blowers that are, you're not allowed to have them on in the summer, but we all know that that happens. Um, there's a person called the Buddha of Bees, raising honeybees and teaching people about the plight of the bee colonies. There is a uh, canoeer, canoes on the Hudson River. He started at age 13, he's 60 now. And the reason he does that is that he never wants to take it for granted how beautiful the Hudson River is. And then there's the Yonkers Pier. There's a woman who goes there and cleans up around the pier. So these are all volunteers. And uh, as far as the the other awards, um, I studied German and I read Goethe's Faust. And there's something that really resonated with me about this epic poem. Faust was made a deal with the devil to find satisfaction in life. And he had riches and women and everything you think you might want. But it wasn't until he was working together with fellow citizens on a common project that he found true elation and satisfaction and comfort. Thank you. Morning, everyone. Um, My relationship with Neighbors Link, our local community center for immigrant men, women, and children, deepened last fall. I had been the liaison from our congregation to Neighbors Link for over five years. There I was in early September, meeting with their program director to set up our fellowship's dates for the coming year. That morning I learned that the previous volunteer coordinator had resigned. I asked a few pointed questions about the position, and the director's eyes widened. I laughed and said, maybe I should apply for the job. She said, I hope you will. 
In the eight-plus months since I became the coordinator of volunteers for Neighbors Link, I find my daily life being touched by the facts, the personal stories, and the mission of Neighbors Link. The inherent worth and dignity of every person who finds his or her way to Neighbors Link is upheld in the way she is treated when she opens the door and the services she is offered. The goals of the organization are to educate, empower, and employ local immigrants and to support the process of their healthy integration into the local community. There's a palpable, almost tangible warmth coming from the staff and the volunteers, and it's truly extended to everyone who walks in the door. Here are some slices of a day in the life of Neighbors Link. Many men arrive early every morning and hope to get employment for the day through the Neighbors Link hiring site. If they aren't hired, many choose to stay for a three-hour morning ESL class taught by certified teachers from Westchester Community College. Twelve women begin to arrive with their little ones in strollers or in their arms or at their sides. They've come for the parents as teachers class in the brand new family center at Neighbors Link. Here they will learn about nutrition, local medical facilities they can access, how to prepare their children for kindergarten. Volunteers will play with their children while they're all together in the same room. The moms and a few dads listen as information is shared about how they might join an ESL an echo cleaning business, or a Zumba class. The cafe manager of the day, Gustavo, greets the local homeowners who come with his really warm smile. Of course, we have workers available to do yard work at your home today. How many do you need, sir? The ESL class is interrupted while Gustavo rotates the lottery jar. Whose number will be chosen among the golf balls painted with red numerals? Two men leave smiling. The ESL class resumes. A young man taps on the door to one of the front offices. Is Stephanie here? He asks in Spanish. Or Fiona? I need help with my papers, please. Or, I need help with my landlord. There's no heat in my apartment. Or, I worked for two weeks, and then the man never paid me for my last five days. Can you help me? Or, my sister's just arrived. She needs a job. Or, do you know where I can get food? When will Fiona be back? Oh, it's okay. I wait. At Mount Kisco Elementary School, 60 children stay after school every day for an academic academic support program. The program, sponsored by Neighbors Link, is called Learning Links. In the summer, a five-week academic support program is offered every morning for three hours. It's called Summer Links. 
Each day, another child may slip through the achievement cracks early in elementary school. It's a big uphill battle from there. Who helps with homework when mom doesn't speak English? Pipeline, another program supported by Neighbors Link, is a support group for families who have children at risk of not graduating from high school due to poor academic records. Neighbors Link seems to be everywhere in the community, working with the police department, Bedford Central School District, the school principals, guidance counselors, and social workers. Opening communication and airing issues. It's Friday night, family night at Neighbors Link tonight. Let's go over to share a meal with friends. Our children all love to be together and play games in the children's room, watch a movie, create a mural. Maybe the guest speaker for the adults tonight will talk about family relationships or substance abuse or neighborhood safety. Maybe we will all dance together at the end. It's always good to be together. So ESL classes conversation groups, tutoring programs all week long. Almost 300 volunteers at Neighbors Link help by tutoring, collecting needed items, organizing fundraisers, offering childcare while parents take classes, preparing and serving Thanksgiving dinner, wrapping Christmas presents. This is an 11-year-old, well-loved, grassroots organization that has recently been replicated in Stamford. It is a model. It is something for our community to be proud of. It is something to support. And it's good that our fellowship does support Neighbors Link. We are one of the more active local congregations, I discovered. But I'll keep wishing that we did more and reminding all of us that service is our prayer. I continue to learn about the circumstances and journeys that brought these immigrants to our area. I listen for the stories of the men and women who walk through the doors of Neighbors Link. The stories are full of mind-boggling risks and awe-inspiring decisions. How many of my children do I bring? Which ones do I leave behind? When will I be able to send for the others? Will my eight-year-old be able to travel by himself? What if he is stopped by the authorities? Will I lose him? Can I bear to to leave my family to make money to send home to them? What if my mother passes away and I cannot return to help bury her? Will I make it there safely? Will my loved ones be able to join me someday? These are only some of the heart-wrenching questions that immigrants have to face, only because they want to come here to work to give their families a better life. Each and every one of us makes decisions about our lives every day, some far weightier than others, but always hoping They are the right ones, hoping to take each next right step as we cross to some unknown other side.
And I'd just like to close with some thoughtful words by Thich Nhat Hanh. Waking up this morning, I smile. Twenty-four brand new hours are before me. I vow to live fully in each moment and to look at all beings with eyes of compassion. Thanks. In a recent New York Times, a mention was made at the Catholic Worker Movement founded by Dorothy Day in 1933. It was and still a philosophy, a social initiative, a way of life. The understanding of personal responsibility maintains not that we all rely on ourselves, but rather we all be holders to be better the life of the less fortunate. And I'm quoting from the article. The movement has always sought a new society in the shell of the old. Also peace, less disparity of wealth, and an end to economic exploitation, violence, racism, and so on. Its goal can be seen broad, but its methods are intimate and practical. I did find a UU Association website related to civic ethics called A Faithful Democracy. And um, it's a call to civility and civic participation. I, and like you could certainly uh, check it out. So it's called A Faithful Democracy and on the UU website. The UU website also talks about the min- public ministry. Forest Church of New York, All Souls, has focused on the topic. He was very active in all New York City affairs. As he said, effective, I'm quoting, effective congregational model is to begin with doing something, even small. The educational process will arise naturally. People will begin to witness a better way and to be involved. This year, I'm very involved with the Summers League of Women Voters in the voter registration. Most democratic governments consider participating in national elections a right, a duty, a civic responsibility of a citizen. Would mandatory voting work in this country? Maybe not. I did this presentation because it is an important theme for me. I'm affected by a situation, by something that makes me want to reflect. I always aim to look directly at what I'm dealing with, the American apathy toward an important process of our democracy. Political participation in the life of our community, the right to vote, and the right to receive certain protections from the community as well as obligations. It is a vision of society. It's about finding more creative way to be in a community, to have inclusive decision-making process, to take care of those in need, and this is a very UU way to discover who we are. 